Alrighty, um, my name is Elias Dixon, and you are listening to my podcast called Wide Awake. Uh, this is the podcast where we discuss dreams, uh, good, bad, happy, sad, doesn't really matter, and in the end, sometimes we try to figure out uh, what they mean, if anything. Usually they mean absolutely nothing, and it's more funny than educational because uh, I have no degree in this. It's just something that's funny to, for people to talk about. And today I am with Kenya Jackson. There you go. From and, uh, North Carolina. From North Carolina. Yep. And this is her first time on a podcast like this. Um, so, first off, um, I guess. I'll ask is uh have you had any any dreams recently that you can remember? Nope, not off the top of my head. What about um I don't know what what's your uh most realistic dream you ever had? One where you've woken up and you know you had you thought you had a hundred dollars in your hand. <laughs> you wake you wake up and you squeeze it, and it's gone. Oh, I think, if anything, I would think about the time that I had, like, a sleep paralysis. Or, how, how do you say it? Paralysis? Oh, it's sleep paralysis. Paralysis, yes. He has that a lot. Yeah. I, yes, yes, I have it a lot. And um, my most recent Her- experience was, like, um, I was asleep, and I think I was being kidnapped or something in my dream. But then my eyes opened, and it's like I was awake, and I was, like, watching everything around me, and I knew exactly what was going on, but it's like my body couldn't move. So that was pretty scary. Could you, like, was it anybody that you knew, or was it just... No, not that I remember. I can't really put a face in it, but, yeah, I can't really put a face in it. But yeah, it was it was a frightening experience. How how far did they get? Um, I didn't make it out the house. Yeah, it was just what? like it's like mainly it wasn't really the dream that was scary. It was the idea that I was awake but I couldn't move. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, they define it uh, online and the in Wikipedia because you know. We're, we're scientists here, so we use Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. uh, it is uh, sleep paralysis happens is when during awakening or falling asleep, a person is aware but unable to move or speak. During an episode, one may hear, feel, or see things that are not there. Uh, sleep paralysis most often occurs in people who have narcolepsy or sleep apnea, but can affect anyone. Episodes involve not being able to speak or move while falling asleep or upon awake waking. This usually lasts one to two minutes and is often frightening. Uh, and then the, there's a breakdown of ages, and it mostly happens from once you turn 14 all the way up until past 60. That's actually pretty interesting because my mom suffers from sleep apnea, so I wonder if it's kind of like hereditary or something. 
Well, yeah, it, it reminds me a lot of, uh, um, you ever heard of, a, I think it's called uh, Sleep Terrors? Sleep Terrors? No, I've never yeah. heard of that. Um, anybody listening, by the way, uh, of course, we're going to get a lot of things wrong. And as always, feel free <laughs> yeah. to blow up my Twitter. I'm, I'm always wrong and I'll, you know. Um, there's a, a, a guy named Travis Pastrana. He is a, uh, does Nitro Circus, dirt biking, all that stuff. And he suffers from uh, uh, sleep terrors. And his one of them he describes is he is in bed and he wakes up and he knows he's awake. He's curled up on the side of his bed, rocking back and forth, and he sees a dead baby staring at him. Wow. And he sees it's there and he's screaming. His parents come in. They're talking to him. He's pointing at everything, 100% wide awake. But that's what he sees right there in front of him. Wow. Like that, that, that's absolutely terrifying. It definitely, know? like, I would hate to go through something like that. I absolutely. mean, sleep paralysis is scary too, but it hasn't gotten to the point where I'm seeing things that isn't there. It's sort of like I will wake up and it's like I can see what my, the channel is on the TV. And then it's like my eyes are closed and then they're open and I'll be able to move again. But you know what? I, I did see what I thought I saw. Like it is on the right channel that I saw. Well, there was uh, I can't remember it. I wish I still had it. Um, it actually dates back to uh, 1781. Um, there was a drawing that somebody did of a look like a miniature, uh, kind of like a leprechaun monster hybrid sitting on somebody's chest. Here, it's a description of sleep paralysis can be found throughout history in cultures from all over the world. French points to 1781 painting by Henry Fusilli called The Nightmare, which depicts a demon sitting on the chest of a sleeping woman as perhaps the most famous historic example of sleep paralysis depiction. Um, And I remember it causing issues for these people where uh, oftentimes it's, it's, it's similar to people who go under for surgery and uh, they, they wake up in the surgery, but they can't speak. They can feel everything, but they can't move and they can't speak. And they can't tell the doctor that they can feel them cutting into them. Mm-hmm. And so th- that that's what it reminds me most of. That sounds terrifying. But uh, with that, we'll uh, ter- terrible terrible segue into uh, non-serious, scary stuff because that's not usually what we talk about. <laughs> that is where we found ourselves. Yeah. Um, what I chose today, um, I actually wasn't going to go so heavy today because I have a my worst one ever. I'm going to save for a later date. Um, one of my favorite I had, I was in um, probably late high school. Cause I'm 30 now. Okay. Uh, I was in late high school, and I had a dream that. I was, okay, I wasn't necessarily Superman, but I was Superman. I wasn't Clark Kent, but mm-hmm. I but was you were the guy. Got but it. I, I was the guy. <laughs> yeah. But I was, I was on his farm, like in Smallville. 
and I was in his barn, and it was all dusty. It had that dusty feel to it, you know, a, a barn. Yeah, it was the same sounds. I had the rusty tractor, and all of a sudden, I could feel myself kind of float a little bit, just a little bit, <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa! Like, what's going on here?" And I could move a little bit. And all of a sudden, I started running. And the faster I wanted to run, I, I, I just I, I, I ran as fast as I could dream of. And then all of a sudden, I was flying. But I was flying super slow, but I was still flying. That one was the, the absolute favorite dream I ever had. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm flying around. Super you know, speed. Like, you can fly. You know, like, oh, the, 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 this is awesome. I'm the guy. I'm, I'm <laughs> flying around here. This is like, you know, this is everything you know I ever wanted. Yeah. Um, let's see, well, let me look up this part real quick. Um, there is a chemical um, I can't begin to say that. Um, yeah, I'm not even gonna try. If you want to look up that chemical, go to Google and type in chemical that keeps you from moving in your sleep. Um, basically, it, it it kind of happens. It goes off of what your um, um, sleep paralysis does. Mm-hmm. It uh. You, there's a chemical that keeps you from moving when you're asleep. So say you have a dream where you're punching and you try to punch, but you can't quite hit them or you're trying to get away, but for some reason you can't pull away. Right. So is it like a chemical imbalance that like different no, people no, no. have or it, it, is it something it, it, that you actually natural, put into your body? It's a natural chemical that your brain produces to help you heal your body. So while you're sleeping, it keeps you from moving. People who sleepwalk have the chemical imbalance. The people who sleepwalk don't get enough of that chemical, which is why they end up sleepwalking when they're supposed to be asleep. If you go to the opposite side, I would say you're getting too much of that chemical. Right. You're getting too much of that. Whereas, uh, um, even though you're you're waking up, that chemical is still in your bloodstream, and you can't get out of it. So is that, is think that... some people have it, some people don't. Um, I like, think how that... does it develop? You know, that is a uh, that's definitely definitely a a question to ask if anybody out there is a sleep expert or they know a bit more um i do know a little little bit about lucid dreaming and some things you can do with that um if anybody out there has any answers feel free to to twitter us to to tweet us um or hit us up on instagram um our 15 minutes is going to end here and it's going to disconnect us so that's when that's when we're going to take our break and if you don't mind, um, we will reconnect right after we take this break. Does that sound good? That sounds good to me. All righty. I'll talk to you again in just a minute. All right. Well, 
<clears throat> we figured, uh, well, I figured I would take a moment and do a little housekeeping for the moment. I uh, wanted to thank the creators over here at Anchor. Uh, so far, I've had a blast using this tool. Uh, I ask maybe some editing programs to make things a little easier. But so far, so good. Um, take a moment and check out Caitlin, a.k.a. the Snake Lady. She's full of energy, and uh, she's a blast to listen to, uh, especially her uh, singing, if you want to call it that, but it's just fun. Um, my guest today was Queen Ken. Uh, she's new, but she's eager to learn, and she she enjoys, as you've heard, engaging in the conversation. Um. Stick with us while we do some more editing and we figure some things out along the lines. As always, if there's something that we got wrong, uh, please let us know. Uh, if you're another podcaster listening to this, please, you know, send out everything you can for me. Uh, let me know and I will do the same for you. Uh, my Twitter is going to be at Team Dixon, that's at T-E-A-M-D-I-C-K-S-O-N. And my Instagram is uh, Wide Awake Podcast. And my Snapchat is going to be Team underscore Dixon at Hotmail.com. Pretty easy. Um, Other than that. We'll continue to the second part of the show and uh, have a blast. I hope you enjoy it. Back into it. You asked um, what causes, I mean, we're, we're going to keep it more of a lighthearted episode, but I mean, it goes where it goes naturally. Um, so your question was, uh, why some people get it, right? Right. Well, according to live science, which I believe a little bit more than, uh, Wikipedia is, uh, it says that, um, during your rapid eye movement in your REM sleep, the brain has vivid dreams when the muscles of the body are essentially turned off. That's when I mentioned there's a chemical that your body produces that keeps your body from moving to allow Mm -hmm. your body the best possible chance to recover. People who don't get that chemical often sleepwalk or they sleep fight and all that other stuff. So while sleeping, the muscles are unable to move Um, so that the person won't be able to act out their dreams with their body. Mm -hmm. Sleep paralysis happens when a person wakes up before the REM sleep is finished. Mm -hmm. So you know how a a heart monitor looks, right? How Mm -hmm. it goes up and down? Right. Um, Well, if if you think of kind of like a mountain, at the top of the mountain is uh um the best is like you're wide awake and then halfway down the mountain you're you know asleep 
And then at the very bottom of the mountain, you're in REM sleep, deep sleep. And then you come back out of it. The optimum time to wake up is when your body hits that, um, the top of that little mountain. Mm -hmm. What's happening when you go through sleep paralysis is for whatever reason, your body is waking up right as you hit um, REM sleep. Right as when you're in the middle of your dream and you're dreaming of being kidnapped, Mm -hmm. your body wakes up. Your mind wakes up. But because your body has all that chemical inside of it to keep you from acting out your dreams, you can't move. Makes sense. Which I, I've I've never I've never had any of that happen to me, so I, I oh, can't. Glad. <laughs> yeah, I, my 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 my, uh, my wife talks about it all the time. That you know, it's completely. She says it's just it's she'll she's she's like screaming inside of her head. Yeah, and nothing happens. And our daughter, for some reason, they're connected. And our daughter will walk up and sort of like kind of lightly wake her up. Somehow knows about it and will wake her up. How, how old is your daughter? Uh she's she's turning three on this on the sixth. Just oh. almost her birthday. Wow, so when your wife is having like an episode, she'll come and wake her up? Yeah, it's just, she'll, she'll do that, yeah. Wow. This is kinda cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So uh anyway, so to to break it back down to uh my bring it back to, to my Superman dream. Mm-hmm. Because, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you know, because everyone loves having uh, Superman dreams. Where did that one thing go? There we go. Um, yeah, Superman dreams. Um, what I found um, for my meaning of my dream is... Uh, for the symbol of Superman, let's see. Um, it actually is genetic, genetically a uh, not genetically, but generally a a good sign, and that's what it's supposed to mean. That, uh, but that's dreaming if of Superman, like you're not him, but if you mm. dream of Superman and he's saving you, then like even through your your tough times in life you'll you should be fine right but that's if you're dreaming of superman and your dream was about you actually being superman yeah but but, but 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 i wasn't i wasn't saving anybody i wasn't trying to help anybody i was just being like i got these cool superpowers and i'm gonna i'm just gonna fly around and be cool <laughs> now, yeah. you know no, there actually was another part of the dream where Superman, I actually do dream of Superman, and we're playing tag, but flying. Wow. Like I'm, I'm, chase, I'm chasing him around, and oh, we're playing tag. I, I feel like you got to have like a huge imagination for something to dream something like that. You know, like oh, I, I have, uh, I, I have several uh, uh, movies, um, well, TV shows that I'm screenwriting right now that, like, I just bounce around all over the place all the time. Yeah. Um, So so that's one of them. That was off of uh, weknowyourdreams.com. 
Pure, I I would never, I never know how to say this. Pura, Q U O R A, Pura, Cora. I never know how to say it. Pure, Pure. Yeah, it's one of those answer things, kind of like ask, ask Jeeves kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I what I, what I also typed in for a key word for this was, um, I was a bit younger, but I was still dreaming of a younger self, and so I looked. You know, what does it mean if you dream of a, a younger version of yourself? What I got is, in general, dreaming about a younger version of yourself often indicates that there is a knowledge of something in the past that causes friction today. Um, restoring things from the past to what it was or said differently to learn how to become a better person now, given your past experience. Basically, you are seeing a version of yourself that is not you anymore. So I was basically seeing a version of myself as Superman that meant that I wasn't Superman anymore. (laughs) See? Wow. Yeah, that doesn't quite make, you know, any, any sense. Yeah. I didn't really catch that one. Or that uh, uh, I was connecting with. I guess I could believe that one. I'd, uh, one of them is uh, um, I may have been growing up too quickly and I was trying to connect with my inner child. Okay, that. Okay, we're getting somewhere. Yeah, I, I would believe that one a little bit more. Yeah. Um, like you know, toys or you know, kind of whatever. And then this last one, I I did terrible research on this. <laughs> um, sense of flying. Okay, usually a sense of euphoria or freedom, which is exactly you know what, which is exactly what I felt like in this dream, was a sense of euphoria and freedom, and I was on the farm, and I, I could jump as high as I wanted to, and like just that sense of doing what I wanted. Right. Um, usually a sense of euphoria or freedom is felt when flying in dreams. Perhaps right. perhaps signifying mm-hmm. you have freed yourself of a sticky situation or have achieved a recent goal. F- Fro- Freud saw flying representing a sexual release. You know, I was so maybe right. it was a version of a wet dream. Mm-hmm. I don't maybe. know. <laughs> and then maybe. it's like, you know, you're in high school too, so like, you know, all high schoolers you want that taste of freedom, you know? Just to yeah, do your yeah, own exactly. and be away from rules and stuff. So I could see yeah, that uh, could be possible too. Fly, flying dreams are one of the top ten dream themes reported by dreamers that may symbolize feeling high being happy in general or mm-hmm. feeling good about something specific in waking life. The interpretation of them um, is feeling like nothing can hold you down or from reaching your goals. Um, usually a sense of euphoria or freedom. Um, something new in spirituality. Um, trying to find something negative. Um, while flying, you may also be looking down on or feeling negatively about something or someone, possibly yourself. Um, having trouble flying in dreams. 
So yeah, so then it goes into uh, metaphors and figures. So yeah, then it goes into all that kind of stuff that I just don't feel like reading as we sit here. Hmm. And I do remember we... a dream I used to have. I know this is kind of off okay. topic, but it just hit me. <laughs> so all right, all right, go ahead, I, go since ahead. I was like really young, um, oh, that's another one. Okay, let's start with this one. So I live on the street that has a dead end. And I used to have a lot of dreams about me jumping off a cliff. Either I was riding my bike, and I, I mean, and the thing is, it's not a cliff, it's like a cul de sac. It is, it's like a lot of trees over there. But in my dreams, it's a cliff, and I'm jumping off of it, or riding my bike off of it, or you know, sitting there, and I just fall like over. On purpose, or yeah, accident? on purpose. So, is it like like you, you're jumping or like you're doing like a jump like off your bike like you're like woo evil can evil yeah sometimes it's off my bike sometimes I'm just running it's like woo I just fall and then I wake up did you ever hit the ground nope every time I jump and it's like my body would jump too and I like literally jump out of my sleep yeah that, that then you then you hit the ground and you wake up yep. or whatever Up. Oh. Okay, um, real quick, again, uh, off of dreammeaning.net, the intention and circumstance of a cliff diving or cliff jumping can change the interpretation of cliff falling related dreams. Mm -hmm. If the cliff dream features you or someone falling off a cliff accidentally, it means that you are going through a difficult time and are afraid of what is ahead of you. But you were doing it on purpose. Yeah, on purpose. Right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't accidental. It was on purpose? I think it was on purpose. I'm pretty sure it was on purpose. Okay, let me see. I find that one. so much. <laughs> if you are driving or walking near the edge of a cliff, it means that you are subconscious. It's telling you that you are functioning on dangerous territory. That's not it. Uh, cliff climbing didn't know cliff climbing was a thing I guess that was rock climbing maybe not cliff climbing I guess I'm just weird (laughs) say is there any other uh like any other circumstances that you remember about the dream? That like was it like always in the beginning of school, end of school? Was there something around that situation that usually brought that on? I would imagine it was after school because it was always it wasn't dark outside. All right, it wasn't like really early when it's like kind of foggy outside either. It's yeah. it, it always felt like it was in the middle of the day. But it's like when what, I when I fall, what, it is what kind of like, like what kind of like what what like around what year was it like I mean like what season? Uh oh, probably spring. Springtime, okay. And I was a little kid too. How how old are you? Oh, maybe like eight. Oh wow! Yeah. 
that you weren't doing like backflips or nothing off of these things, huh? It was just like, whoa, there's the cliff, let's go. I'm going to try one more place if I can't. Okay, so then I got to see about that one. You already got another one? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Okay, so I had a twin sister in the womb, but she didn't make it past labor. So, you know, I never really got to meet her. But my mom would tell me stories about, you know, about her, you know, us together in the womb. And I, she felt like I had like a connection with her. And I used to have a lot of dreams that, well, a lot of dreams of her are my idea of who she was. I mean, she's my twin, so, you know, she looked like me, but. I'd have a dream that we were like in a white room and we would just talk and I would wake up after the dream and I would just start crying. I'll go downstairs and tell my mom mm-hmm. about the dream and she's like freak out because at the first time, yeah, the first time she told me, she didn't tell me that I had a twin. It was like I was really young so I didn't even know that I even had one at the time. And I, came, I went downstairs, and she was like, I was just crying. And I was like, I miss my sister. I miss my sister. And she was like, she told my dad. She was like, did you tell her about, he was like, no, did you? She said no. And she said it freaked her out. And that's when she told me that I had one. Wow, so you just, you never knew, but just subconsciously you you knew. You yeah. didn't know, but you knew. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That is, that is that's kind of incredible. Mm-hmm. That goes back to the whole, uh, um, like uh, the like when twins are connected and they they can kind of sense when when something's wrong. Mm-hmm. But I think I don't think that's just with twins. I think it goes with with anybody who's extremely close. I think it's more prevalent with twins because of the nature of it. Right. But with anybody who's really close, especially with like mom, they get like the their their mom mm-hmm. sense. They know something's wrong. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, it was when I was in, uh, and I'm not a dream. Um, when I was in uh, high school, uh, I had a little, little trouble with uh, some drinking and driving. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, not anymore. Thank goodness. Okay. But uh, I was on my way to a, a girl's house. I was going to you know, try to impress. And I, <laughs> had a, I bought her a hat from uh, from Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And as I was making a, I couldn't, I couldn't make a left-hand turn for like five years after this. But uh, I was making a left-hand t- turn onto the street. And when I did, a lady ran a red light. So it was a combination of like, you know, two things going wrong. But uh, she ran the red light. When she did, she T-boned me on the driver's side. Like, I saw her face right in front of me. Wow. Like, as I look left, with slow motion, I'm turning left. I look. I see her. I see her expression. She hits me. I wake up, and I'm in the opposite seat. So I'm in the passenger seat now. I wasn't wearing a seatbelt. So I'm in the passenger seat. Wait, 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 is this a dream or did this really happen? 
This really happened. This really happened. I woke up with uh, my car parallel parked, and I'm in the passenger seat with just a small little scratch on my leg. Like, that's absolutely it. Um, Yeah. um, The lady had, like, a broken leg, I think, and some other stuff. But the reason I mentioned the story is for some reason, right away, I get on the phone, and I call my mom. Like right away, and I'm, you know, I'm half drunk, so I'm like, mom, blah, 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 and I'm blubbering and all that crap. And you know, I was already signed up for the military, so I was like, oh, my life is gone. Right. And uh, for some reason, my mom just knew, and she's like, where are you? And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm right off of Waterman and uh, Highland. And, like, she was literally... 15 seconds away. Wow. She said she left work early. She just had a feeling that she needed to go home early that day. Wow. And as she got there, the police and fire were walking up to get my statement. And they were going to be able to smell it. And right as they were walking up, she walked in front of me and stopped them and says, you will speak to me. He is underage. He is my son. He's a minor. You can talk to me. Wow. Yeah, just like that. And I was like, damn, like, poof. I got Wow. Yeah. That's and ever, amazing. It, oh, yeah, until I got home. And woof. That was, uh, <laughs> uh, that, 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 that was an ass whooping I definitely <laughs> deserved. <laughs> that was an ass whooping I deserved. <laughs> Believe it. I know you didn't hear the end of that. Uh, not, not at all. It, it was crazy. Wow. Amazing, but that, that that's weird. How like your dreams too? You can have a, a a dream and you hear like knocking, like in your dream you hear knocking, but it's like somebody knocking to you know at your door. But in your dream, it's gunshots, or you know, it's it's weird how your brain interpretate interprets mm-hmm. what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. Right. Or it's it's weird when like because I used to sleep talk. So if I'm having a conversation with somebody in my dream, I'm like really talking out loud. Uh, my friend one time she was like, "Oh, I was sleep." I was like. I was just mumbling. She was like, Kenya, are you awake? It was like 5 o'clock in the morning. She was like, what's wrong with you? I said, I'm on the phone. I was asleep the whole time. I don't remember none of this. <laughs> I was like, I am on the phone. She said, huh? I said, I'm on the phone with my mom. She said, with your mom? I said, I'm on the phone with my dad. <laughs> I went through my entire family. And then after I went through the last person, I was locked down again. I don't remember it. That is funny. That's funny. I don't remember. I wonder what my uh, my funniest dream would have ever been. Like, I know there was a time where you know you have a dream and you wake up and you're just laughing. Yeah. But I just I can't. The, then those are the dreams. Unfortunately, you don't remember. Like you wake up and you're like, I'm gonna remember that, and then you and forget then it. Like two seconds yeah. later, it's just gone. Mm-hmm. Absolutely gone. But with that, um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, wrap up uh, this episode. Um, 
if you want, uh, we can talk uh, after this is wrapped up. If if you want, we can talk offline. Um, maybe record something that you're interested in that's not my my base there. Um, I also have some other ones if you want to talk about those ones as well, but we can discuss that. Um, is there any way that people can reach you? Any Twitter, Instagram? Yes, I have Snapchat. And Snapchat, go ahead and Snapchat. go ahead and plug that in there. It is K E N Y A L A S H A Y Y. There you go. And uh, as me, you can always reach me at uh, Twitter. That's at Team Dixon, T-E-A-M-D-I-C-K-S-O-N. And my Instagram is uh, Eli underscore Eli underscore Eli underscore official. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Eli, Eli, Eli official. Okay. There you go. Um, And it will be in my... uh, my podcast notes if uh, anybody's ever interested in that um check out uh caitlin that's uh k-a-i-t-l-y-n-n aka the snake lady she has some pretty uh some some pretty funny content out there um other than that uh hope everybody enjoyed the episode this is only our second one uh so any tips any ideas Feel free to to let us know, and um, we can try to make it, you know, better. Uh, sometimes we stray off topic a little bit, but uh, yeah, all we can do is improve. So let us know, and um, it was awesome talking to you. And oh, I will catch up with you. you. And you I'll catch up with you in just another minute. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that was our. Officially, our second episode in the bag uh, for uh, Wide Awake. Um, Hopefully, my wife will be joining us relatively soon, so we can really kick it into gear. Um, I hope you all enjoy it. If there's anything we need to change or improve, feel free to message us. You have our Twitters and, and, and Instagram. I think maybe Facebook, numerous ways to get a hold of us. Um, I'm working on another uh, podcast called uh, Challenge Accepted. This is going to center around me doing various challenges within reason that you all come up with. And I will start it and see it to the end whether it's sleeping with a pack of wolves somewhere or um i i i can't even i don't even know um making best friends with a bear cub that i name phil and i give him my underwear and i wear his hat i don't i don't i don't know anyways um have a great one have a great week Uh, We'll try to get you some more content here pretty soon. And um, stay safe out there as uh, I'm going to steal this from Bunker Buddies. Um, Remember, there's always hope and cheesecake.
And uh, don't eat each other. Unless, unless. Unless you look pretty good. Then you can eat each other. Then it's okay. <laughs>